Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, 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 my friend. This is Francis Vitakovic, and you're listening to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. And I am continuing with this theme that I have had over the last few episodes where I'm talking about 10 things that make my life 100 times easier in different areas of my life. And today we're going to be talking about the things that I do that makes being healthy 100 times easier. So I'm not sure if you're like me, but if someone was to ask me, like, what's the most important thing? Like, I recognize that there's a good chance that I'd say it's like a toss-up between my family and my health. But I do know deep down that in order to show up and be there for my family, I've got to be healthy. I really, really do. But our actions aren't always aligned with this goal or with this value that we might have. And so these are the things that I do just to keep that, like, staying really healthy and making health a priority in the forefront of my mind. So let's just dive right on into this list. The first thing that I do to make sure that staying healthy is 100 times easier is that I make sure to pre-fill my water bottles in the morning. It's the first thing that I do when I wake up. Now, I used to have like a massive two-liter bottle, and that was the thing. Like I only drank from that one big bottle, but I noticed it was really hard for me to lug it around if I was ever out and about. So now I have like just a few bottles. I've got like three in my office. Okay, they've got these little straw suds makers that very easy to drink from. I've got one in the kitchen. I've got one next to my bed. And then because all those bottles, I just fill them up every single morning. It just makes it so much easier for me to go and get my two liters in every single day. If I forget to do this, if I've ever forgotten to do this in the past, you better believe it. Yeah, I'm going to forget to drink all my water. This just makes it so easy to stay on track when it comes to like my hydration goals, drinking two liters, very super simple. And it definitely makes you feel so much healthier. Number two, I did not bring crap into the house. So I have learned this from experience. If I've ever gone to the shops in the past and I've seen something, I thought, oh, I should just pick up a few of those. It can happen when people come over. So, you know, like really easy to have. I remember it specifically happening with these fruit cakes that must have gone on sale after Easter break. Is that when we eat up? Oh no, after Christmas break. So I'm going to pick up a, fruit, a few fruit cakes so that whenever someone comes over, it'll be really nice to have for a morning tea. I did not keep those fruit cakes until someone came over. Like within that next day, we're opening it up consuming a lot more sugar than we needed to simply because I brought it into the house. So now I just almost make it like a rule. If we're having guests coming over, I'm just going to wait for that shopping to happen the day before and the day of rather than bring it into the house in advance. And of course, like just indulging ahead of time. This applies to everything, honestly, when it comes to like chips and crisps and all that. I used to have like a whole big box of treats and I'd be thinking it's going to last a while. I'll just keep it there. No, it doesn't last a while. It gets eaten so the less crap you have in the house, the less crap you have just to mindlessly consume. It's just the easiest way to keep a fridge full of healthy snacks and healthy foods, lots of fruit and vegetables, as opposed to filling the pantry with like a million blocks of chocolate that I know like that when temptation comes, it's going to be really hard to resist if it's there. I can avoid it if it's at the shop, but the moment I bring it into the house, there's a really good chance we're just going to have it simply because it's there. Now, maybe you're really good at having all those treats in your home and just ignoring them. But for me, I just recognize that that's like my weakness. And so I just make that decision. I don't bring it in the house unless it's really necessary, unless we're having guests over, unless specifically 
that's what we've chosen to indulge in. Now for number three, which is assume in advance that I won't feel like it. And I wrote this with regards to exercise. Now I love going for walks. Walks are like something really easy for me to do. I take my dogs, listen to podcasts when it comes to going to the gym. So I think I've been going to the gym for over a year and I can tell you, I don't think there's ever been a day where I've like jumped out and thought, oh, I can't wait to go. I'm so excited to go to the gym. I promise you, I'm never excited to go to the gym. I always love it after the fact, like once I'm there, once I've done my workout, I feel fantastic. But ahead of the time, of course, it'd be way more fun to stay at home and read a book and laze around. And that's why it's really good also to have an accountability partner or someone that you're going to the gym with. So my daughter will often say, okay, let's go tonight at 6.30. And then I will be like, oh, I don't know if I really feel like going. But because I've made this assumption that I don't always feel like it, like I know that I don't always feel like it, always appreciate it after the fact, I get up and go anyway, even if I don't feel like it, because I know the reward that's waiting for me at the end of doing that workout. It always feels so fantastic. And the same comes to whenever I like go and book a class in advance. I think we're in our, at our gym, we've got to book the class 24 hours in advance and the bookings actually only open up within 24 hours. So that night before I decide in advance, what class I'm going to go and do and even though I know it might not feel like going I'm going to go and do it anyway because like I said it always feels better once it's done but I don't have to feel like it in order to go and do that work number four is having the thought that losing weight can be easy so the reason that I mentioned this is that often the thought that gets us stuck and the thought that keeps us trapped at a higher weight that we want to be is that we just assume it has to be hard. So when you assume something is hard, we've already spoken about the way that impacts our feelings and then the actions and then the results that we have. But I've recently opened myself up to this idea like what if losing weight could be easy? What if it could be easy? What if it was really possible for it to be easy? I mean, technically we all know we're just going to eat well and move, out, move our bodies more and don't overconsume foods. So that's a secret to weight loss. And what if that formula could be easy as assuming in advance that it has to be hard? In the same way, I've started actually playing with the idea that exercise could be fun. So I used to think that, I mean, I know I love walking. That's really easy for me to do. Whenever I'd go to my classes, it'd be like, oh, this is so hard, right? So hard. And only in those last 10 minutes of doing the class do I go, oh my gosh, this is so good. It's so fantastic. So I've opened myself up to this idea that what if exercise could be fun? What if I just took away that thought that it has to be hard? It has to be painful. It's almost like torture. What if it could be fun? And when you start to open yourself up to this idea, could be easy, could be fun. It's really interesting to see how that little seed, like once it's planted inside your head, starts to bloom in amazing ways. Now, I think that, yeah, it can be easy. Yeah, exercise can be fun. And it's so great to play with thoughts like this. Just experiment. Like when you tell it to yourself, how do you feel? For me, I love it. Like it makes me feel really light. It makes me feel like things are possible, which is why I just definitely explore the thoughts that you're having about being really healthy, losing weight, staying fit. What are the thoughts that are keeping you or holding you back? Got to go digging and work out what they are because definitely they're going to be impacting your feelings and the actions that you're taking and the results that you're inevitably going to have in life. Results always reflect the thoughts that you are having. And now for my fifth tip, which is like, how do I make being healthy a hundred times easier? Just definitely eat when you're hungry. I discovered that well, I think during COVID, when I put on some weight, put on a few, quite a few kilos, it was because I was eating when I wasn't hungry. And I sort of like forgot what it was like to be hungry. It'd been so long before I'd gone through a stretch of time where I actually knew what hunger felt like because I was all, just always eating food. But I personally found that the best and easiest way to regulate and like to stay at a really healthy weight is just to eat when you are hungry. 
just like when you're reaching food are you really hungry like are you just eating mindlessly without thinking or are you actually hungry if we're completely honest with ourselves i would say that many of the times when we're eating food we're not even really hungry this is going to relate back to one of my later tips that i'm going to be mentioning about listening to what your body's telling you but i'm going to talk about that later and instead i'm going to mention tip number six such an easy way just for me to stay healthy it makes it a hundred times easier is just to eliminate sugar from my diet now i was sugar free i think for 18 months many years ago and it was so easy for me to lose any extra kilos that i might have been carrying it's like with like minimum effort now you absolutely don't have to implement this strategy in your own life but i did it because i recognize that i have a really sweet tooth and i can easily consume way too much sugar if i don't actually put this constraint in place Now, for me, one of the reasons that I had to introduce this into my life is that when I eat sugar, it actually makes me feel totally crap, makes me feel lethargic, makes me feel like just terrible. It just is not good for my body. So it might be fine for you, but for me, I recognize that. So I think it's really important to pay attention to what your body needs from you, which we're going to talk about later. But for now, I just want to mention it as one of the things that I definitely do that makes life being healthy a hundred times easier. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. Now for the seventh thing that I do that makes me healthy a hundred times easier is that I consciously or intentionally try not to ever buffer with food. I need to remind myself that food is fuel. Okay, it's fuel to keep my body running as opposed to something that I turn to in order to make myself feel better as a source of pleasure. My pleasure comes from doing the things that I love to do. It's not eating crap, which always makes me feel like crap. Most of us, like if we don't wash ourselves, it's really easy to think that you're going to eat something and that's going to make you feel better. I've really learned to eliminate that from my life. If I'm going to eat something, it's to fuel my body. It's not to comfort myself. I have to learn to manage my emotions well. So I don't turn to food in those moments when I'm feeling like really tired or exhausted and thinking that that food's going to solve the problem. It never does. I think we all know that. Food equals fuel. Now, I know that that might be really hard for us to unwind, especially if we're used to like hanging out with our friends and eating a lot. But just know that that pleasure when you're with all your friends, that comes from being with your friends, not necessarily just eating food. And this will make more sense when we look at tip number eight that I have to offer you, which is listen to what your body is telling you, what your body wants from you. Your body wants you to nourish it. Your body wants you to take care of it. So the moment I've started to like listening more to what my body wants from me, as opposed to what my mind wants from me, our minds are actually often hungrier than our stomach. Like let that sink in from the moment. Our mind, like we think that we need more food than we really do. You need to listen when your body's saying, I'm done. I've had enough. That's all I need. You don't have to like eat the whole plate just because you've piled it up with lots of food. If you're already full, just stop. It's okay. Listen to what your body is telling you because it will never lead you astray. It'll always like guide you in the right direction. 
Now for tip number nine, love your body and treat it with respect. So I've noticed that there are so many people out there in the world that think they can hate their body into losing weight. It's like if you tell yourself, tell me I hate it, I'm so fat, I look terrible. And you think that that's somehow going to motivate you to lose weight. It never works, okay? You absolutely need to love your body first because when you're loving your body first and when you're treating it with respect, that's when we go back and listen to what our body is telling us. It's when we, like for me, like when how I worked out that sugar doesn't work for my body, it's because I was listening to what it wanted from me. It didn't want to eat too much sugar. It wanted me to eat less food and to eat really healthy, nourishing food. So when you love your body and you treat it with respect, it means that going back to that same thing, I guess those two points are so interlinked. You listen to what your body wants from you. When you treat it with respect, like you nourish it with foods that it actually benefits from, you move it, like you take it to the gym, like for me. I go to the gym even when I don't feel like doing it, simply because I know that my body will appreciate that after the fact, and that is treating your body with respect. So number 10, I've written down, get the rest you need and make health your number one priority. I lump them together because it's like, oh, they're both important. They both came out of my head when I was writing down the notes. So I'm going to talk about both of them. Getting the rest you need is the fact that I don't know if you're like me, but I'm often go, 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 go. And I don't often always remember how important it is just to sit and rest. And that is sometimes exactly what our bodies need. I, for years, honestly, it's like really hard for me to even say this out loud. I used to sleep like five to six hours a night. And I used to think that that was a great thing. I'm so productive. I'm always doing things. I'm working till late. I'm waking up really early. My body was probably suffering so much as a result of that. So I remember that turning point when it's like, no, I'm going to train myself to go to bed early. It's like, I was like, I'm putting myself to bed like a kid, go to bed early, stay in that bed and stay in that bed until you learn to sleep at least eight hours a night, which is what I do every single night now. It's like, I make sure that my sleep is a priority. Honestly, like you can ask my kids, it's like, I have my own bedtime. It's like, I have to put myself to bed. It's like, I need to go to bed if I plan to wake up at a particular time. And if I want to have like energy for the next day, sleep and rest definitely need to be a priority in your life. So give yourself permission to rest. Give yourself permission to get the sleep you need. Give yourself permission to take care of your body. And that leads me to that little final bit that I wrote, which is coming back to making health your number one priority. So I'm going to share with you. I don't know if I've talked about it before. For years, like when I first started my business, I wasn't making health my number one priority. I was making my work my number one priority. And how do I know that this is true? Is that I would sit there in my office and I'd go to work and I would not get up and do anything else until my work was done. Now, that sounds like probably really admirable. It's like, oh my gosh, like you're so productive. But now I do things differently because health is my number one priority. I make sure to get my walk done ahead of time. I do it the first thing in the morning. Once the kids have gone to school, I take the dogs out, go for a walk. Because if I am waiting for all my work to be done, sometimes it never used to end. This is like years ago and I wouldn't even go for a walk. It's like no time. I didn't have any time for it. I wasn't prioritizing my health in the way that I am now. And so pretty much these are the 10 things that I do that make being healthy and staying on track like a hundred times easier. So I'm going to quickly go through the summary. Number one, I fill up my water bottles in the morning advance. That's the only way that I'm going to get my two liters in every single day. Number two is do not bring the crap into the house or those crappy foods that you will feel tempted to give into. It's not in your house and it's not there for you to consume just mindlessly when you're walking into the kitchen, eating food that you wouldn't have eaten had you not had it inside your house. Number three is assume in advance that you sometimes won't feel like it. You sometimes won't feel like going to the gym. You sometimes won't feel like going for a walk. You sometimes won't feel like eating well and that's okay. You can tell it anyway. 
Number four is having the thought that losing weight or being healthy can be easy as opposed to just automatically assuming that it has to be hard. Play with that thought because when you open to the fact that it could be easy, it's possible that it could be easy, that thought's going to ignite in you. These feelings are going to lead you to take action and it's going to lead to the results that you want to have in your life. If you want to lose weight, if you want to stay healthy, you've got to be open to the fact that it could be easy. Number five is eating when you are hungry. Super simple. And my gosh, I think I probably... I don't know if I'm brave enough to say that probably all the excess weight probably come from eating when we aren't even hungry. And it's a really bold claim, but definitely for me, whenever I put on weight, I was probably definitely eating food when I wasn't hungry and I was overindulging. Number six is eliminating sugar from your diet. That is the thing that works for me because sugar makes me feel really crap, especially when I eat a lot of it. And so it's just easy to have that constraint in place and just to eliminate it altogether. Number seven is don't bother with food. So you've got to know that food is fuel. It's not there to comfort you. You've got to learn to manage those emotions and comfort yourself without depending on food to do that job for you. Number eight is listening to what your body is telling you. Has it had enough? Does it need to move? Does it need to rest? Listen to it. Number nine is love your body and treat it with respect. Because you only get one body. You've only got one body. Why don't we just take care of it? Number 10 is getting the rest that you need. So for me, that's like, making sure that I have some downtime every single day, making sure that I get the sleep that I need, which leads me to the final point that I'm going to be making, which is just making health your number one priority if you want it to be your number one priority. But if you're someone that sits there and says, yes, okay, my health is important, in what ways are you making that obvious in your life? Like if people from the outside world were looking in at your diet, at the way that you move your body, would it be obvious to them that your health is your number one priority? Because your actions need to reflect that if that is something that you hold to be true. If your health's number one priority, make it obvious to everyone and make it obvious to yourself and make it obvious to your body that you are taking care of it. And so that's it, my friend. The 10 things that I do to make being healthy a hundred times easier. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't like following those 10 things, but for me, they make it so easy for me to stay on track and I absolutely live by them. So take care as always. I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.